now we are doing Western Kabuki, and it is happening to each and every one of us. Uh, I am Wack Nicholson. So glad to be joined by my consummate professional co-hosts, the Bird Respector. Say hi, Caleb. Yo. Juniper, say hi, June. Hey. And Alex on the ones and twos. How we doing, Alex? Uh, so far as I know, we're all recording, so I'm doing my job. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's good. A good start. And and we're and we're gonna roll right into that uh, 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 momentum with a, a a new friend of ours that uh, we're very excited to join uh, for the first time. Please welcome Marcos at Ainter Show. How we doing, Marcos? Yo, I'm I'm excited. I'm juiced. Like I, you can't see it in my face, right? Because. When we can't see you because we can't see yeah, your exactly, face. You can't yeah. see me. But the, in the theater of the mind, I want you to think of like the chubbiest, <laughs> shortest, strongest Mexican, Mexican man you've ever seen. Yeah, Mexicanist <laughs> man you've ever seen with a big smile on his face. And oh, that's, yeah. where I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just imagining pure whimsy right now. Yeah, just yeah. Pure joy, pure whimsy. 100% almost psychotically whimsy. Like I might get be mm. too whimsical. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. a smiling Minecraft man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I've been, I was like juiced. I was, I'm so juiced about this. You have no idea how juiced I am about it because it's my two favorite things, which is like cataloging insane people on twitter right <laughs> yeah while also That's right up your alley while also being like with like some semi-sane people from twitter do you know what i'm saying like this is the, the I you're love this. really mistaken there if you think any of us are regular <laughs> we're sane in in the way that we don't become main characters for like a week straight because our takes are just that psychotic just we're one like day at a time for us over here at the yeah at the, the, the WK central i crave the attention you know what i mean like i would love right. to go viral i would love for like uh, I would love to be like the Mexican Farrakhan. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of <laughs> right? That's, I kind of want, I want like uh, Tucker Carlson to be like, they're calling us Yakubians, right? Like, I, that's what I yeah. want. I, right? We can workshop some of this stuff. We can, yeah. we can make this happen. <laughs> what we need, I mean, what we need is a, we need a new name. We need a name that basically just stealing all the Hotep black israelite stuff but you i have one it's azteps it. like i've, I've invented this i've talked to this yeah you're prepared yeah i've talked i've talked about this at length and i and i am high key kind of an aztec like i do believe like the the original the original egyptians probably didn't build that stuff it was mexicans right like there's no way there's no way that like and then and the slaves in the, the jewish slaves in the desert i don't believe it like i like i'm sure that they were oppressed but i guarantee you they contracted that shit out to a mexican they had to right like i am uh, so glad that we're starting the anti-semitism so early i think it's really it's, important to listen listen there's no anti-semitism here i i have a podcast called uh, the ain't shit show and it is the only semitic podcast we are we are <laughs> wow yeah we've gone yeah <laughs> we've famously the most semitic we stand semitism right we're 100 percent pro-semites so like this yeah, was my experience when i guessed it i'll, I'll give you credit there <laughs> Exactly. Not even here. Wow, we're not even. I was, yeah, I was waiting for you to turn into like a Kanye thing of like, we are Jew, we are not Jewish. Uh, we, Mexicans are the real Jews. No, 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 no. We, can, we recognize it. We recognize the, the hom homies come from everywhere. That's really what it boils down to. The um, radical homieism, as you yeah, said so many times. Yes, uh, radical homieism is interesting. I've been talking about it for a long time, for a stupid long time, and it's something. It's my little pet project to uh, turn. Um, like American white people into Mexicans, like through identification. You know, like, how, how, does, like, how does this work? Because I'm, so, I'm I'm a white person. How how am I going to become Mexican? What is this? So, how so did like, she get like in like on a, this? Mexican yeah. Mexican's hard to explain to people. Like the the because everyone thinks that Mexican is like being Mexican is like a one way thing. Like you can only be Mexican in one way. But there's there's so many different paths to being Mexican. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's, and it, well, really what it boils down to is like, there's a bunch of different types of fools. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's like fools come from everywhere. There's all kinds of different ways to be a fool. Like there's no one direct path to it. You got like sad fools, you got goth fools, you got rocker fools. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many different <laughs> ways and they're all essentially Mexican. 
and like, the, 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 like are they? I, I've never heard of that part before. Yeah, like, <laughs> Chicano, so it's, it's weird. Okay, there's like some there's a little like science to it, right? Like there's a little race, not race science. I don't want to say race science. That's the wrong thing. Anthropology. Wow, man, we are going cultural, hard yeah. right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. so, anthropology. Yeah, <laughs> anthropology is the word I was looking for, but my brain was like race science. Wrong thing. Um, Quite different. No, <laughs> yeah, extremely different. Uh, but like there is like a cultural significance of like the Chicano experience in America is not one thing. It's not one color. It's a ton of different stuff. It's like an amalgamation of all these different types of cultures stacked on top of each other. And there's not one way to approach it. And that kind of puts you on the outside of being like Mexican for Mexico and like being American. So you're like in this weird <laughs> stage where you're like an American, but you're not an American. And you can't, and like that, that diaspora is expressed through like so many different cultures, right? But like Chicano people, which is like Mexican Americans, are the first people to be like, we're our own thing and we're just gonna do our own thing. And so now you have like Chicano fools, like that they like, all they do is they paint Goku on the side of their trucks. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're like way into like polka. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many that different demographic like, is huge. Yeah. 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 There's, there's so many different ways to to express that and really what it boils down to is like Chicano culture is about ultimately at its core, it's about at adapting what you like and making it culturally significant. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you do, you approach this as a Chicano person. And so like the thing about whiteness is whiteness is exclusionary. It's this idea, like especially like in the American vision of whiteness, it's exclusionary. It's like you can't be like this unless you do these specific things, right? You have to negate your culture in specific ways. Yeah, even ways. white people weren't considered white. Certain kinds of white people weren't even white exactly. until recently. Italians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Notable and, Italians, yeah. Like, I, I'll go as far to say, like, I'm from the Bay Area. I'm from, like, San Francisco. And I get, like, like I'm, I've worked in places where there are Indian dudes who have called me the N-word hard R, and they're darker right. than me. Do you know what I'm saying? And they meant that right. shit, right? And, like, in their minds, they're white. That's... It, like white does not necessarily mean a, it's a it's a what I've always called like considered whiteness. It's like this. It's like a it's what's the way around. I'm trying to think of the word without well, the, sounding what, like crazy. what a lot of people say about defining whiteness is that it's defined by what it's not. So whiteness is not a black person. Whiteness. It was not an Italian or an Irish person. Yeah. Well, so like interesting, like the, the black people, I talk about this all the time, like the black experience in America, right? Like blackness was placed upon like african-american people yeah. right yeah. like it's it's they their history was completely removed from them there was no ability for them to trace back any kind of lineage or really like have any cultural touchstones or roots to like build some kind of like social place in america because every time there was even a, an attempt at that it was completely removed whereas whiteness is like yeah, we know all our ancestors, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to look into it. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> that laziness, that kind of uh, mm. I don't want to identify. There's almost like a complicitness. I, I like to think of like, and this is me being too much of a like lefty about it, but like there's a, a complicity with capitalism, right? Where like I'm doing this because I know that this is the... These are the things that make me the most money. These are the things that can that make it easier for me to climb ranks. This is... This is the accepted social order. So these are the things that I'm going to do. These are the, the you know what I'm saying? And that, that whiteness, honestly, is very stifling, not only like to everyone, like everyone who's in it, there is a, there's a need, there's a want for culture to be consumed and being able to, whereas like the Chicano culture of like, if I like it, it's me as a Mexican enjoying it. So it's a Mexican thing, even though it's Japanese anime that I watch all day <laughs> it's a mexican <laughs> thing to be in a goku do you get what i'm saying like it, there's there's that cultural and then sure. you know yeah so th that's the whole point of like that's that's not what homieism is but that's like there's the mexican aspect <laughs> there's like a racial aspect <laughs> to that idea because homieism <laughs> ultimately is radical militant friendship it's Damn, like that sounds good to me yeah, it, it's being like, hey, pal, what the... Oh, you're mad at me? Fuck you, pal. We're friends anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like that, <laughs> that kind of... That kind of like approach to just... that's And that's like culturally, that's like the Mexican experience. The most Mexican experience ever is that like people... 
will hate on you, talk so much shit to you, and like you'll like kick you and be like, man, this fucking sucks. And then like when you're at your lowest, they'll be like, hey, we're just kidding, fool. Why are you so sensitive? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and it is. It's like there's love involved in that. Even it's it's radical. It's like there's a there's a constant love in there. And then I just wanted to make that more of a like what is the word uh, political ideology? Even if it's a meme, it's still funny to me. Yeah. I what what thought... is ideology if not a series of memes? <laughs> it's it's all memes, especially these days. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this will be this podcast will be the breeding ground of homeism. Maybe I yeah, think you we're, maybe we're just here started to here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that more people. This is like I'm so. excited. I've been in the group chat for a long time. I uh, I am a homeism convert. Yeah, he uh, there's like a magical thing that happens every now and then. Someone will be having a rough fucking time, and they'll just go into the group chat and be like homies. And then 40 fucking responses <laughs> mm-hmm. of just homies. Homies. Afterwards. And you understand, you get, you know what it means. You the got vibe's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> homies, homies got homies. And that's all it really boils down. It's a nice, it's a nice little experience. I, I was trying to explain to people that like, I got my start getting, cause I was, I was a prolific shit poster on Facebook under my government name. Right. Like that's like around people that I knew and went to high school. That's how psychotic that's a, the depths of. See, psychics. no, I, I started out like that as well before mm-hmm. I moved to left other book. websites. But yeah, not necessarily left book, just like me annoying my real life, like acquaintances ah. and friends, which is even worse, frankly. No, I used to do like going back to what I was talking about, like Aztec. I used to do Aztec shit all the time to people when they would say like, oh, this is a. Uh, this guy won the Pulitzer Prize. I'm like, damn, it's so cool to see a Mexican guy. And the guy was like Chinese, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's so sick to see our to see our people like doing breaking boundaries and shit. And they would be like, What what are you doing? And I'm like, hey, homies come from everywhere, fool. Like just <laughs> You don't think the Chinese Mexican homies, you're wrong, fool. Like, <laughs> see, I think I think what this speaks to is that if we just love each other, things I mean, we will come together. We just have to we just have to have homies there's a there's an aspect where it's difficult right like you got it loving people is hard it's not easy it's a it's a pain in the ass it's not everyone loves to like paint love as this idea that like all you have to do is have love in your heart and it'll change and it's not it's work it's hard ass work it sucks there's lots of people on earth who don't love themselves and who maybe never will or can't like recover the trauma that they had growing up or like you know what i mean situations that they've been through that can you know, make them have normal, adaptive, like good relationships with people. And so it's going to be constant work to love these people. And like my, I'm one of those people, like I, I'm, you know, I barely like myself, but I got to be a better person, not for me, but for the homies. And I'm one of them. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're all in it together. That, you're, you're, you got to yeah, do it for the homies. Yeah. Yeah. I totally and, get it. Yeah. And so that kind of like that, that like, you know, I don't want to get too, like, you know, philosophical here, but, like, Zizek inspired this idea, like, that idea of the big other, where, like, the big other was a negative aspect, where, like, the big other was judging you constantly, so it's why it kept you in line, where it's like, what if the big other was you? Like, what if the big other, you know what I mean? Like, what if you were part of that big other, and you could see yourself in that, and and you wanted to participate and live up to the expectation that other people see you as, right? And that's that's what homeism, that's kind of, like, the birthing point or the jump off point for me of where like homieism came from. And then I started saying like, what's up homie what, I, to everyone. And then I don't know how it just started, but that's, yeah, that's, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> well, I respect that's, it. that's beautiful, man. And I think it's really important to take some really kindness out of this earth before we uh, really just shit on some of the worst people. <laughs> yeah, the hard internet. left turn coming up. <laughs> yeah, hard. yeah, you yeah know, these next people are not our homies. No easy We're, way to do yeah. this. But this is this is the Q1 bracket. Now, y'all remember the bracket from a few months ago. And we had fun with the bracket, but we had some issues with the bracket. You know, the guy was a big lib. He picked some tweets that were actually good. We are going to make uh, those exact same mistakes, but we're going to do it ourselves this time. Um, so... <laughs> I so if there's any bad the bu- tweets, it's all of our faults. It's it was you can blame us this time. We did this, yeah. But there are no bad titles for the tweets because I wrote them all. So, <laughs> the, uh, so we have a collection of sixteen tweets: Juniper, Caleb, and I, and Alex. Is that everybody? Yes. 
four of us <laughs> each picked four so that we would have 16. We have brought Marcos on because he is a tweet connoisseur and he will help us decide which of these should advance. Now, a couple of these uh, we are all going to lean pretty hard on. Um, and I think we're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off and we are going to have to start very strong. Uh, and I think you guys know where we're going. She, We know her. We love her. Jennifer Pine herself, the Metaclit cadaver, pussy phrenologist. <laughs> this I one picked this. so many tweets for her. I picked so many tweets. I have a whole collage how do you of some, tweets. How, like, there were so many. That story just kept going and going and going and getting worse. It was like a slow motion train wreck. <laughs> Which tweet did you actually pick? I knew you were going to pick her, but... I picked, I have in front of me. Do you want to sum up who she is for anybody who is very confused right now? There's no way you can't know. There's no way you can't know. There's no way you can't know. Listen, I don't know, but I I heard those words and I was like, I kind of get it. Wait, (laughs) you don't actually know? Did you not know who this is? Only because, listen, only because I, I like everyone I know talks about, (laughs) when everyone I know talks about something, my immediate response is, not my business. <laughs> right? this, I don't know. this shouldn't have been any of our business, to be to be honest. We shouldn't yeah. know no. anything about this person, but we you do. Said for knowledge, you said phrenology. You said you said like you said necrophiliac phrenology, and my brain was like, you need to know about this. This is important. <laughs> so, so context. All right, please. so uh, yeah, I am give us sharing my screen for the pussy phrenologist. <laughs> I am sharing my screen of some of her tweets, so you can see. I said Jennifer. It's Jessica Pin, the medi at Mediclit. Um, she is an activist and a crusader for female anatomy. Now, if you, if somebody had said to you, don't they pretty much know what anatomy does at this point? (laughs) I would have said, yeah, I would assume they pretty much know what anatomy does. But Jessica is taking it upon herself to study the anatomy and not, not anatomy, a specific organ, uh, the clitoris. And... (laughs) She is entirely preoccupied with the structure of the clitoris, the shape of the vagina, and the proving of the power of the vagina. And and as you can see in the, the, the one I have here in the center, this is the first one I think that I saw. Uh, these vulvas circled in red are, by contrast, obviously female is how it begins a thread. She begins a thread <laughs> mid-sentence with images of plaster casts of human vaginas. Well, so, so to and, put a, fi- a fine point on this, uh, Jessica Pinhead, like, some kind of surgery when she was younger that uh, she was not happy with some kind of. It's also probably worth pointing out that like, she actually does have like legitimately helpful and useful scientific. um, uh, What's the word? She actually has actually done important things in this field to help understand the, the help the medical community understand the clitoris a little bit better. But, but but this whole thing began because she saw an art project which was like plaster casts of 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 vaginas and of women's vaginas and and then said, "Oh, uh, I can tell just by looking which ones are trans and which ones aren't." Yes. And yeah, so this is like a whole transphobic connoisseur. This this is this is like better. the in transvestigators but specifically for vaginas. Like that's what this turned into basically. Yeah. And so it's, it, I mean, it started that way. It turned into something quite a bit darker, I would say. Um, <laughs> Significantly darker. We've only gotten it, to the pussy phrenology aspect. Yeah. Uh, the Okay. So she has in her bio a, a running count of how many times she has changed a medical textbook to include the structure of the clitoris. Good for her. Um, but... Uh, she is also says that she has been on the Daily Show on there. I watched this clip. I don't know if any of you went out of your way to watch no, the Daily I, Show I hadn't. pussy clip. Um, she wasn't on the show. She was. She zoom called into the YouTube channel <laughs> for the Daily Show. <laughs> nice. It's not the show. Yeah. Um, and she is basically just like a lol cow there, and they're like. So tell us more about the pussies, Jessica. And she's like, I'm going to tell you all about the puss. It's like she's just like feeding into it. It's like clearly a thing. I, I, I don't I didn't know anything about her other surgery, but it's very hard to find information about her because anytime you look up basically any word in her uh, tweets uh, over the past few years, she um, just randomly has pictures of dead bodies and dismembered corpses, uh, either in the background or as a part of something else she is doing. Uh 
she has discovered all these things about the clitoris by dissecting cadavers, um, which I understand happens and is necessary for science, but I also don't need to see a series of detached clitori on a person's Twitter account. I don't think that is necessary for any of us. Um, And so then she has some other posts where she's like talking about uh okay so here's one from 62520 with the first cadaver i tried to stick my fingers in her vagina in order to assess relative location of the clitoral body but then it got way too awkward because my dad was there so i didn't try again so <laughs> she's posting about surreptitiously finger banging corpses that's uh, wild <laughs> That and listen, this is not the only time she has said she's done that. <laughs> I'm not a certified doctor by any means, none. I'm not, but I've I've found clits of with live people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's a way to do it. You just gotta yeah. have a little riz, a little. You know what I'm saying? You, hey, can I <laughs> can I hook it up? Can you hook it up? I'm trying to. I'm doing a study on coochies. You know, you know what's good. That's all you have to do and say. <laughs> I don't understand why. It's, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that. So that tweet she did about fingering a, a vagina in front of her dad, um, the one of those like anti-maga um, gimmick accounts, quote tweeted it to make fun of her, and she said that everyone is freaking out about this is exactly why there has been so little research into the vulva in the first place. Taboo around female sexuality and the sexualization of women's bodies, even after they are dead, is a barrier to basic knowledge. Jessica, that's not what we're upset about. Yeah, we, we, we think nobody's it's crazy. disagreeing with that <laughs> at all. Nope. <laughs> Nobody thinks that pussies should never be dissected. What we think is you need to stop tweeting about it and stop <laughs> using emojis when you do. Yeah. Uh, the monkey hiding his, its eyes, emojis, face. I, She's like so what? quirky about it. She's, she'll emoji. say some of these things, and it's like, oh, you're, I'm so quirky. It's like it's kind of I don't know. There's some that, weird that vibes emoji, going on. <laughs> that that emoji like literally makes this from being like a funny tweet to like being a very a deeply dark tweet. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, oh my my dad just died and then hit the 100 emoji. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's only a psychopath would think to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another one. G spot is not a medical or anatomical term. It is just a name uh, for a, a perceived sensation, so no one can decide what it is. I tried to finger one of our cadavers when no one was looking to figure out if, if it could be part of the clitoral body with the whisper emoji with the little emoji oh my god Jesus. so multiple uh, times she has surreptitiously fingered corpses when she thought no one was looking um oh my god and i didn't even see did you guys see the at do you guys see the at that she was replying to yeah you're not a woman yeah. you're not a woman fucking insane <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah because she has been called a turf and stuff and now she is playing the victim uh, which I also have that tweet over here. Um, I don't need to read all of her tweets. I did read all of her tweets, um, especially between <laughs> March 25th and March 28th, because I swear to Christ, she tweeted no fewer than 3,000 times in oh that three-day period. 1,000 tweets a day. Well, I that think. was the amazing thing about her, is if you responded to her, she would respond to you. Like She responded yeah. to every single thing that every single person basically said to her during that period. It was... Yeah, genuinely, like you got to respect. Yeah, not- she just blocked me. <laughs> yeah, well, she also ended up blocking a lot of people. But before yeah. that, she she would respond to a lot of people, and you got to respect that grind set. Like I yeah. don't even I don't even have the the willpower to do that. But she's out there. She's grinding. She's she's a reply fiend. She's a courtesy like giver. That's the way to do it, though. Like that, I I got to respect <laughs> the hustle because like I had that I had that hit tweet. It was like eighty one k, and I got like something like like. 12,000 comments and I responded and riffed on every single one of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I spent four days doing it. But That's awesome. you know what I mean? You got you got to because you know, you're a small account, you know, you're if you're finger banger, you're finger banging mummies or whatever you're doing. <laughs> you got to you got to have a bigger gimmick than that. That's not going to sell it to these kids these days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She she pushes it so far. She and I had a talk. She DM'd me. Uh, yeah, she I forgot wanted, about that. Oh yeah, we we're buds, me and her. Um, <laughs> I mean, the one she, thing that I think that you you're forgetting that is very important is that she pointed out one vagina cast in particular 
plaster cast and said, oh, that's definitely a trans person. Yes. To which yeah. someone responded, hey, you know, that looks a lot like my vagina. And and then she went on a real tear of just saying to everyone who disagreed with her, send me a picture of your vagina. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh I fucking forgot about that, too. She <laughs> asked a child. She asked a child for nudes. She. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was God. a fucking insane insane like couple of days there were there were a lot of instances of her basically sexually assaulting cis women uh just being like show me your pussy show me your pussy (laughs) take it out if you're so if you're so fucking straight show me your pussy (laughs) right now and it's like yeah we're the crazy ones we're the really she if she read the loose if she read Deleuze, she probably wouldn't tweet like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, if she just understood what her desire was, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it boils down to. If she understood the mechanism and vector of her desire, she'd be like, oh, oh, I'm tripping. I've been tripping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this, this episode is great. We're fucking all over the place. Yeah. All right. Well, we got her. What poor tweet is going up against this to yeah. start it's really sad and it, it is sad because it is a good one this is not a one seed versus a 16 by any means uh i randomized the matchups um yeah it's a good one it was one of alex's too sorry alex uh but i titled it um uh hang fentanyl dealers <laughs> uh this is a long ass motherfucking thread from a woman named Michelle Tandler, who I was completely unaware of 48 hours ago. Yeah, uh, but she rocks. She's, she's from my yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> she's she's a psychopath. She has exploded onto the scene. She's with the this she's thread. the she's the least racist woman uh, in tech and in inside like uh, what is it? <laughs> so in Valley, San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, from the valley. Yeah, easy. So it started out, it starts, it's part of a thread. It starts out, imagine this scenario, it's 1230 AM. Your dog woke you up because it needs to go to the bathroom. You walk outside, sleepily shuffle down the street in your slippers. Suddenly you spot a man half naked with a comforter draped over him, stumbling out of the park towards you. What do you do? That was, this is, that's one tweet. That was me last night. And this is me most nights. At night, weird men who are clearly not mentally sound are wandering around my apartment. Now, this is like the ongoing narrative about how San Francisco's crime ridden and there's uh, all these unhoused people who are terrorizing the rich, rich folks. This thread goes on and on and on and on. It keeps going and for maybe 10, 15 tweets. Then it segues hard to a few questions on my mind this morning. What changed that the men of San Francisco went from creating vigilante groups to being afraid of to even tweet about crime? And then we hit the we hit the we hit the money piece of this equation. <laughs> what would happen if a few meth dealers were publicly hung? <laughs> Theoretically, there's a new tweet. Theoretically, if publicly hanging say five fentanyl dealers led to saving the lives of hundreds, is that morally reasonable? Why would most San Francisco residents view my question above as horrifying and immoral? What do other countries do with their fentanyl dealers? That is in the middle of a very, very long thread. <laughs> She's not done. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's an insanely long thread, and she, she is she is on a whole one on this thread um, she's got a uh she's got it's kind of based when you think about it because like the, because the guys, the guys go ahead are, Mark, we're gonna yeah, let you yeah, cook let me cook let me cook let me cook the guys who are bringing fentanyl into the communities are cops so like that's kind of you know what i'm saying like I'll, let her let her cook you know what i mean but wait, how yeah, could that, that be uh, true how could that be true did you guys see that did you guys see that fentanyl like they'll they'll collapse that, that <laughs> <laughs> cops, can't be, be, cops can't be within you, a two or three mile radius of fentanyl yeah. they gotta play it up it's like radiation it's it's uh it's the red herring they're like oh did no. you guys not see that uh the president of that police union in like utah who had oh, it was in California. Like, yeah. California. She shipped like 600 pounds of fentanyl over the course of like 20 years. What the uh, fuck? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Like, like for real. I'm with Marcos. <laughs> Michelle is based now. That's kind of based. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe, maybe that's how we get Michelle said 1312. <laughs> uh, Comrade Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she she's she did that and then went on a similar sort of uh, unhinged defending spree where she was just like I'm not I'm like look I was just asking questions I don't really think people should be yeah. hung um, but someone surfaced a TikTok of hers today that I was wondering <laughs> if I could share with you guys doesn't have much to do with this but it really informs my understanding of her as a person and I I'd was wondering if I could just share my screen here for a minute give me it's... just a moment it's uh, so wonderful. 
Uh, oh, you've seen it. Uh huh. It says, uh, "Can no, you guys see it? it? You've seen it." Oh, I have seen it. Oh my god, I just posted about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the, it's completely insane. Okay. It was it was posted by someone named Eli Fresh, E L A I Fresh, and their their tag their tagline to it was, "Has Michelle Tandler been kicked in the head by a mule or something?" And let's just watch and see what she has to say. Do you feel guilty about using cans of bubbly water to enjoy sparkling cold bubbly water? I do. All right, I'm going to show you the system I use that enables you to make delicious, cold, sparkling bubbly water out of tap One water. One blink. Let's go. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's really got The like first a 10, step is just to have some regular room temperature <laughs> water on hand. I personally really like this filtered water, but you can also just use water from the tap. The second step is just to pour water, water from this filtered water into a jug that lives in the fridge. So... It Here's more jug. Refrigerate nice water Ready is what we've got so far. Bubbly water. I have that same jug. <laughs> the oh. next step is just to fill the soda stream bottle with cold water. <laughs> then make it bubbly. Last step, bubbles. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> it took so that the a, mi- a full minute to make a TikTok about how to... <laughs> How to use a use soda, a soda stream. stream. I found that extremely And it's not just that she did it. Guys it's it's <laughs> that she said it was a about. system. That's her system. That's her system. It's <laughs> <laughs> using an appliance. <laughs> it's a great system. What she did is so, she read the instructions to her soda stream, put the instructions down, and then like used the 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 men in black like thing on herself and then just totally <laughs> forgot everything she just read and did it again. Like yeah. she just totally she forgot discovered this. It, it, yeah. It's so funny. I can tell none of you have ever worked in like Silicon Valley. Like I worked in I worked in tech for a long time. They're her, all like this. Her 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 like text there is not that bad, right? And I fa- oh I found God. that extremely informative, right? The fact that she didn't come up with like you know a cup of coffee at the end is impressive because that shit happens all the time. You know what I mean? Like like this is how you make bubbly water, and then they fuck up, and it's it's it, now you have diet coke. That happens all the time. <laughs> I do think She's it's important. Disrupting and innovating. I do think it's important to say that that she has both interned for Diane Feinstein and worked at McKinsey oh. for a year. So oh, she's really yeah. God. Let's fucking she's really go. going hard. Oh god, really she is an amazing character, <laughs> an amazing yep. late late comer to the the first half or the first quarter of the year. Oh wow, yeah, she is good. So her her and Mediclit lady are both really, I think, strong early openers. Um, I think it's going to have to go to Mediclid. I've already given her the point. Um, if you guys are on the link there. Um, <laughs> but I do want to I do want to pa- point our gaze toward the next one unless you guys have anything else to say about either of these good tweets. Sad that I, Michelle had to go so early. That's just unfortunate. I know. Yeah. And I think yeah. she could be back. We don't have any Bethany Mandel on here either. She will be back cuz <laughs> yeah. she tweets like insanely racist things her, almost weekly. Like so her story is not over right on the Western back. Kabuki yeah. lore. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's fair to say Mediclit definitely definitely yeah, has yeah, that yeah, first one. Sadly, I, I really wanted to see that one go further though. I was really hopeful for yeah. the other one. Sorry about it. I will say uh just one thing, um, because this is a deeply beloved media product that I uh I, I plug whenever I can. Um the Disney Channel original television series, Dave the Barbarian, had one of my favorite jokes ever <laughs> in it, and it reminded me of that woman's TikTok. Um <laughs> He uh, so the whole thing it's like a comedic thing. It's supposed to be he's like a he's like a warrior who's trying to prove himself. He has a sword that's in love with him that wants to have sex with him, uh, and um, yeah, and he just does like feats of bravery. But he's kind of an idiot. It's a kids show. Uh, where I got my whole swag actually so. from Dave, Dave the Barbarian. He <laughs> yeah. rocks high that's, key. That's, that's a good place. I was like, that's the guy to be. <laughs> yeah, and there's a there's a line in there where. Um, he needs to make an announcement to like a village and the announcer says because uh, it has like a narrator, like a like a like a radio show announcer type of guy. And he says, using his quick wit and nothing but the supplies at hand, he made a megaphone using nothing except a squirrel, some string and a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he produces a megaphone with a squirrel tied to the top of it. Uh, it rocks. <laughs> It's a great joke. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Uh, okay, so the next tweet here I have titled, uh, 
Turn your dead wife into a chat bot. I also saw you guys titled this tweet as turn your you turn your dead loved ones into Siri. And I think somebody else said talk to the robot that is your uh, sister or something. So <laughs> we do have a pretty good... Uh, everybody included this tweet, including myself, which is funny because I didn't think it was like the strongest, strongest, you know? There's just something uh, deeply sinister about this one. Yeah, the tweet yeah. itself yeah. Is, is just banal, whatever, tech dipshit stuff but then you start thinking about it like it it occupied some space in my mind like off and on for a couple days now i keep thinking about this tweet the follow with your with your background in in silicon valley and your uh 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 uh, the fact that we all picked this one and you haven't picked any for this particular (laughs) bracket would you uh do the honors of reading this this three tweet thread yeah let me uh let me pull it up real quick um it's only from two days ago, too. Jesus. Yeah, the this has got to be one of my favorite. Like the the delivery, it wasn't so. I don't like the actual tweet. Start regularly recording your parents, elders, and loved ones with enough transcript data, new voice synthesis, and video models. There's a 100 percent chance that they will live with you forever after leaving the physical body. This should be possible even by the end of the year. <laughs> The follow up though, this, this isn't the tweet two days for me. later. By the way, the follow up. Yeah, this isn't the good tweet. This, oh, this yes, is right, just yes, the right. the setup for the yeah. good tweet because the good tweet is <laughs> saw the Black Mirror episode. Everyone is suggesting. I get it now. It's a very personal <laughs> issue, and I'm sincerely apologizing or apologize for hurting anyone's feelings. That. I'm going to start saying that for anything, <laughs> right? If I'm late, if I'm 14 minutes late to work, I'm going to be like, hey, hey, look, man, my bad. I saw the Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Realize that it's very personal. It's a very personal issue. <laughs> I sincerely apologize for hurting anyone's feelings. You know what I mean? That is tweet of the year as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it has like some low-key riz to it too. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't help but like feel for the dude. Yeah, like really. he was like, oh, he's like actually, he, he, you, you like, oh, this dude actually felt it. Like he knows now. He's not yeah, just lying. He, he knows. He, no, yeah. he, no, he understands. It's wild that Black Mirror is the thing that, that, that mm. radicalized him. It. it took him that show to yeah. think that maybe this is a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, that is something that's really weird is like, I, I think we've seen it within the last five years a, a lot in like movies where an actor or an actress will die and then it's like computer generated like like lines that they're giving in this movie that they they never gave while they were alive and it's like mm-hmm. do you want that in your real life with every single person you've ever met <laughs> did, uh, no did i don't you, want that i really don't i really don't want the, like new um, lines from people that are that are dead there the the anthony bourdain documentary i don't know if it was words that he had said previously or written in a book or whatever but they decided to use an ai to speak the words is as the documentary narrative, like the narration. Oh, and it's so fucking weird. So knowing that going into it is just spectacularly ghoulish, especially since, yeah. his, especially since his, like his, his ex-wife prior to Asia Argento was like, uh, yeah, not, I'm not cool with this at all. I think it's disgusting. Um, I think it's so fucked up that you guys did this. Um, yeah, yeah, that's in, that's really not good. That's you really have to understand. Good. A lot of these guys though don't experience like normal human emotions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For them, like when they when like a significant person in their life dies, they're like, "Oh, well, I have to code." You know what I mean? Like it's there's a, there's a strange. I had a guy. Oh, okay, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this. I should tell the story, but I don't know. This is a this is a one of those things where I might be NDA'd on it, but I might not. But I want to tell it, so uh, don't cut it. Don't cut it. Fuck it. Don't cut it. Don't, don't cut care. it. Yeah, says. don't cut it. You know what? Fuck my life up. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's, let's let it ride. I got fired from Uber uh, when I was working there. How do you I, like, f- okay, as, go on? I was like working in the office, not like as a driver. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got fired from Uber. I was an events coordinator. And my mom had a stroke and we had this huge, massive event that used to go on once, like once every month. We were going through hyper, uh, hyper growth is what they called it. But that we were like literally hiring like, oh, do you have a pulse? Do you know what code is? Come on, let's let's hire you. They were doing that. And essentially it was like a money laundering operation. They were just hiring (laughs) anyone who could speak, essentially. And so our headcount, because they would onboard everyone at once, like in the middle of the month, they would do this thing where they would onboard everyone at once and our headcount would go from like the two or 300 that we had in office to literally a thousand people. And it would happen for three days and there was breakfast, lunches and dinners 
snacks involved activities, parties and after parties. And I was an events coordinator and I was one of three. And like that is an insane thing that we did, but we did it. And my mom had a stroke at some point and I had to take them. I literally had to take a month off of work because I had to like literally teach my mom how to like walk and like eat and deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, so my, I called my HR, I called everybody. I let everyone know, Hey, I can't, I can't come in f- like for the month. Like my mom had a stroke. Uh, like I, I don't even know if I'm coming back, like in all honesty. And the HR lady said, take a leave of absence. Call me in like a month. If you want to, take longer than that we'll figure we'll get paperwork involved and i said okay cool perfect that month they had that hiring that onboarding thing and the people that they brought in because my team also left because you know they didn't want to work with the new people that were like that they brought in which was like some third party they were a moving company like that's what they did they moved things they were like they weren't a, like a usually you get like a temp agency these guys were movers they were <laughs> they, they hired movers to do planning. It was it was insane. But they hired these guys. Everything was bad. My team decided, I don't want to do this. So we're just all going to take our vacation. So they took all their vacations and they all left. And they canceled that shit within like, I think, four hours. Right? The three days, they canceled it. And they lost so much money. So much stuff happened when that. But when I came back, uh, there's a huge meeting. Uh, I get called into the main office working with... Uh, TK at the time, which was Travis Kalnick. And I go in there to work and like, he has this big fucking stupid giant room called the war room. That's what they called it. And it like had like every G like it had like uh, a, like real time, every GPS ping for like an Uber on like this big, like chart that was black and green, like super matrixy shit. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like for no reason, it looked like a vampire nightclub in there. It looked like blade, but <laughs> lame somehow. Vampire um, nightclub. <laughs> yeah, that's, it was insane. Anyways, I go in there, I'm expecting to get chewed out because if everything failed, you know, so that's what I was expecting. I go in there and he sits me down with my bosses and, um, the HR and we're all sitting together and he goes, why did, I'm not going to say the word. He goes, but why did this thing fail? And I was like, why? Well, I had to take a month off, man. My, my mom got sick. Like, you know, and he goes, what was she sick with? And I said, she had a stroke, like a pretty bad one, like a, like a pretty bad, uh, brain, like hemorrhage in her brain. So she couldn't walk and she couldn't like really talk or I had to reteach her how to do all that stuff. That's where I've been for the last month. And then he goes, Hmm. And he looked at the HR lady and he was like, did you approve this? And she was like, yeah, I approved it. And then management, she's like, and they're like, yeah, we approved it. And then he goes, did you leave any paperwork or anything like, like your processes? And I'm like, yeah, I, I wrote, I left all that stuff down. And like, I, you know, and he goes, why did your team leave? And I was like, I do, I don't know why my team left. Like that's, that's between, I, you know, I wasn't here to approve any of their stuff. So if they left, they left. That's not on me. And then he goes, you know, lots of people would kill to be in your position where you are right now working for this kind of company Jesus working for me Christ. and he goes wow. lots of people would sacrifice everything and he goes i've sacrificed lots of things i've sacrificed you know so much to be who i am today and i interrupted Eat him I'm my like, ass Travis I, Kalanick, you piece of shit i interrupted <laughs> you him you have not like, worked a single fucking day in your life you well, goddamn i interrupted fraud. him and was like I'm not going to sacrifice my mom, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and like, literally, I was like, this meeting, I said, this meeting's over. Like, I don't want to. And I thought for sure that I was just going to get like suspended or something. But as I stand up and walk to to my desk, before I even get out the door, two security guards have all of my shit in a box. And they're like, here you go. Oh, he just wanted to humiliate you. He was going to fire yeah. you no matter what. Yeah. No matter yeah. what was going to happen, I was going to get fired. But he like tried to. Do like some. He wanted to of, tell you, like, "Hey, man, fuck your mom on your on the way yeah. out." Man. Yeah, but, but I, but I, you know, I flipped it on him. But he, I legitimately got blacklisted. Like, I couldn't work in tech for a long time. I Holy shit! Uh, just so you that know, so Marcos, uh, I'm back. I'm no, I'm back on the blacklist. It's fine. I'm I'm in a union job now. Uh, I sling beer for a living. I'm never going back. Right. <laughs> just just so you know, the uh, the uh, National Labor Relations Board last month made it, il- or in February, I guess, made it illegal to be retaliated against for talking about 
stuff uh, <gasps> for this kind of violating thing. NDAs. Oh, yeah, for hell yeah. NDAs. oh, so we don't have to bleep out the fact that it was oh, Uber. He- hell oh, fuck yeah, Uber. You're it's safe. Uberversity, suck my ass, you fucking <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> suck my dick from um, the back and my ass from the front, big dog. Like <laughs> uh, so, the yeah, I mean, I've I've read articles about. TK, I, I know you can't help but break the habit. Uh, I noticed uh, of calling him TK because he insists on yeah, it. Yeah, it, but... it happens. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is a world class dirtbag piece of shit. Uh, did you ever, did you, were you ever, I know we're supposed to be talking about tweets. Did you ever get to go into the, <laughs> uh, did you ever get to go into the jam pad? Yeah. No, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I set, <laughs> I set the jam pad up. Wait, why is the jam, jam, pad? jam pad? What, what is the jam pad? I've never heard of this before. It's just okay. There's two. There's two jam pads. Um, the jam pad. There's like he wanted a whiteboard that updated from a, from one area to the other, right? So it was like if someone wrote the n word on one side of the the, the the jam pad, it would end up in his office. And like I set that up for him, and that happened. By the way, that was like the first thing that happened. Oh when my I set god! It up, I was like, oh, what's? I wonder what they're gonna write. The first thing that happened was one of the engineers wrote the n word on it. I was like, Sick, oh. whatever, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Hell yeah, whatever. Classic <laughs> uh, person yeah. in tech moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> classic tech moment. But the <laughs> other jam pad that he used to have is like these little. He used to have like what he called jam sessions, right? Where like little hacks, where he would mm-hmm. take he would take people to a bar, and he would essentially like be an asshole about it. And he would buy out a bar, but not in like, listen, not that anyone buying out a bar is cool, but every now and then like people will throw events and stuff and they'll be, they'll have space, they'll clear people out. There's like, there's, you know what I'm saying? He would show up with like 30 engineers at a a really shitty bar that barely had table space for 12 people. And he would just fucking start waving, flashing money around and big dick, like big dick people into getting him. And then while they were there, they would sit there and code. Which was the lamest oh shit I'd ever heard in my life. It's insane. I was like, at least yeah. do coke. Like, at least, be, at least be interesting. I want you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this is worse, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it was it was ass. I worked in their facilities department for a long time, and then I worked my way out of it and into their events coordinating, where I was only there for a year, and then fucking, then I got shit canned. But like, their facilities, all I ever fucking did was like clean out condoms and cocaine from the bathroom. That was my oh, job. Jesus, Jesus Christ, oh my God. Like, oh. Yeah, I just I did that, and then every now and then, like the, you know, like one of the fucking executives would say some wild shit, and I had to go and apologize for it, and that was that was the job. Like that was what I did. We need to destroy wow. Uber. We we gotta stop yeah. this company. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're now they're boring. Now they do like crypto shit or something. That's last I heard. They're like they're all everyone is like, uh, cars is maybe not the move. What if we did crypto instead, right? Like, and that's kind of like where they're. That's what last right over there. Things yeah, are going, going really well, well at Uber yeah. these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep this going. Next one is a Juniper tweet that she picked. Um, I just put it on the screen, Juniper, if you would do us the honor of reading my what I've titled Tally slash Ban. Absolutely. So this is by Winnie Winthrop. Don't know, Winthorpe. Don't know who that is, but the tweet reads as, the Taliban know exactly what a woman is without having to ask for preferred pronouns. Why do you think that is? And I think this just goes into the theme of like this, like whole, basically the whole last year, you know, and a lot more recently too, of just like brain worm, like rot inducing transphobia. Just like there, people have been doing the that drill tweet where it's like, you don't have to hand it to ISIS, but like everyone's right. handing all of this stuff to ISIS. It's like, how is this happening? How are people like becoming this, like just rotted? And today with like, I'm sure you guys have seen the whole Anna Kasparian thing. It's like once, once that takes root in your brain, once that transphobia just gets in there, it's, it's just over for you. You just say the most insane shit. It feels like with those kind of transphobes that they are more likely to join ISIS than they are to have preferred pronouns. You know, they are like, (laughs) I can get a lot more on board with ISIS than I can with pronouns. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I genuinely believe you're probably right about that. This one isn't as funny as the, the other tweet, the, uh, the chatbot one, but this, to me, this kind of encapsulates a lot of just like that horrible type of tweet that we were seeing a lot lately. That is something that I was like looking out for was was genres of tweet because they are 
coalescing, especially the transphobes, because they all sound the same. They they they're so like repetitive <laughs> and annoying. Horseshoe yeah. theory is real, but it only exists for like psychopaths. Did, did you, you know see I mean? the, Did yeah, you see yeah. that that there is a shooter? Uh, uh, there was another mass shooting today. I've lost count, and some oh some yeah, transphobe. I heard some transphobe posted. Oh look, I can't help but notice that link that he has his LinkedIn. Pro- he has pronouns on LinkedIn. This is like a national <laughs> epidemic of of violence by by progressives and then someone was like hey i just went to your i just went to your um profile and uh linkedin does that for you that guy did not put his pronouns in there your pronouns are in there too bud <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so like the- that uh, colin i can't remember his last name that he some fake news right-wing media creep uh yeah just some dip- so he did that, and then it goes even a step further. It was really funny because he is like, oh, you libs are fucking Photoshopping it, blah, blah, blah. And so he went to his LinkedIn page and took it out, took out his pronouns, and then someone hit him back with a link to the archive. <laughs> it's like, no, man, you're, just, you're, you're fucking caught lying, dog. Like, your pronouns were on your LinkedIn. So. <laughs> Yeah, this it's just like a, a disease of the brain. We need to put it in the DSM, like the next DSM, DSM six. This type of brain worms needs to be studied. I genuinely believe that. The people are it's, like it's, ruining their whole lives over it. Yeah, transphobia over just like bigotry, just fucking <laughs> losing their shit. I mean, surely some version of this must have happened after the slaves got freed, but I it we have not seen it happen in our lifetime, you know, just have, like not not like this. Not even yeah, this, no. like reactionary movement. And it's so crazy because it's like how does this actually affect your day to day life? Like I don't understand how you could be so mad about something that has like it's like this this abstraction that you've created in your mind to be upset about. Like fucking go yeah, outside. This doesn't affect you at all. <laughs> go, outside. go outside. Go <laughs> outside. It's like you were saying to Matt Walsh earlier, Juniper, like uh, Dylan Mulvaney. I, none of us had ever even fucking heard of Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, is that her, her name, Dylan Mulvaney? Yeah, yeah. None of us had even heard of her until Matt Walsh started winking. Oh, he had to find something to get mad about. And now it's like all these terminally online fucking boomers are spending their dying golden years being pissed <laughs> off on Twitter and Facebook over nothing. They're just nothing. shitting themselves over, over trans people. It's insane to watch. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm so, finding out about trans people I've never even heard of through these people. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to share my screen for the next tweet. Um, Wait, did we determine which one? Uh, oh, was that? Yeah, oh, determine. I figured we were going with the, uh, the I figured we were going dead, with the, the turn your, your wife, wife into, into a chat, chat wife. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? I'm cool with that. Uh, Is anybody yeah, against that, it? I'm good with that one. I'm good with it. Cool. Uh, so the next one is uh, one I labeled train disaster homophobia. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. That uh, All that trans stuff, like that that concern about insane transphobes is the reason that we aren't doing any Bud Light tweets this quarter uh, is because we just don't know where the Bud Light situation is going to take us. So we don't want to collect any tweets right now about that has uh, that has literally affected my job. It's wild. I'm like I'm a, I'm a <laughs> I throw I throw beer, you know what I mean, for a living at work. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I like unload trucks and I stock beer and like, and it's wild to me. Like I live in, I live in like the Bay area. It's not, conser- there's no such thing as conservatives out here, but like lots of people are just like for no, for fucking no reason. Uh, all of the core shelves are empty and they're buying it to <laughs> dump it, which is great. Like they're paying for it. You guys are wow. you're supporting it. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying trans rights in a very strange way right now dude. Like, what are you doing dude? Like, people yeah yeah and i people are like oh uh people have been like oh i'm looking for like cores or you know where i can find cores and i'm like you have a full case of bud like in your what is going on and they're just like well it's you know it's from my in-laws what are you talking about dude <laughs> also, the, the bay area like the more south you go there's a very strange thing that exists but there's like a type of guy that is essentially just from Texas, but he's never <laughs> left. He's never left the Bay. Do you know? There's like I don't know how to explain that, but he drives a big pickup truck, and he he owns like maybe nine or eight million dollars. Yeah, no, I totally I get what you mean. He's like culturally, yeah. he's he's a Texan, but yeah. he he lives in California. Yes, and it, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. And he has Wi-Fi in every room in his house. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has a work yeah. from home job. But Are those like free brother. free state free state? Uh, what is it? Ja- Jefferson Free State guys. Yeah, yes, and they exist in the South Bay, like 
near the San Jose yeah. area where I'm from, you know, and they fucking they yeah. they're not up in the north. They're not in like uh like San Francisco because it's not safe enough for them because they're scared. fentanyl is gonna get them yeah exactly all right so this uh this next tweet i've got here this is i I, this is another genre tweet this is one i picked i didn't specifically want to shout out this specific one so i won't read their at um but i've seen so many like this um that uh the tweet reads commenters (laughs) quote pete Buttigieg is responsible for everything wrong with the department of transportation end quote what they're actually saying is, I'm a small-minded, homophobic bigot who is terrified of Pete Buttigieg because he is intelligent, articulate, and far more capable than me. And I, I think it's very funny to be like He's jealous. the Secretary of Transportation. We, he's, the, he's the guy to get mad at. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite type of resist-lib-like tweet. They're, they're just plentiful and always funny. All right, uh, next one's Juniper. Juniper, what do we got? So this is a, a vaccine one. Somehow in 2023, there's still people doing uh, vaccine type shit. Um, so this one, uh, there's like just a general like uh, question. Like it's just like a bait thing where, where a million boomers will say the call same thing. Call and response type tweet. Yeah, call and response, which they can be fun. But this one mm-hmm. reads, why aren't marriages lasting like our grandparents' generation? What's changed? And there's a lot of like really good answers to that, I'm sure. I mean, people are thinking about that a lot. But the blacks, person, yeah. marrying our white women. <laughs> yeah, white genocide. Yeah. yeah. But this person, this person says, in all caps, vaccines, which <laughs> which is an angle to this question I have never seen before. And <laughs> like I need to know how vaccines are like influencing marriages. Like is it is it because like one person is getting the vaccine and the other person's like divorcing because they're vaccinated or not vaccinated? Like what what's the angle there? Let I don't my man get it. cook. Let my man cook. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually gonna ask way more questions than it answers. <laughs> I'm gonna need him to actually cook for quite a bit longer than that. That's bananas. I yeah. need more this guy describes there. himself in his own profile as a broken man. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't see that. Yeah, no, just, his page right now. Oh, he Canadian, bought a blue check, way. you guys. Don't you worry. He bought oh, a blue check. Fuck. This is the no, this guy, this guy, this guy might actually be a legacy. This guy might actually be a legacy. He's got 50, oh. 51,000 followers. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, Wack, I don't know if you know, but um, Elon st- stopped distinguishing between legacy and um, Twitter blue. So it's like just one description now for every person. Oh, so I'm just assuming everybody bought it now. That's my yeah. Yeah, I actually, just, yeah. I actually <laughs> self, I actually self-unverified today. Because I yeah, I saw could, that. Couldn't wow. handle it. And then someone's yeah. like, "Dude, just so you know, it's going to come back." Or something. Yeah, apparently, so, I, lo- I love it. Apparently, brilliant he's website, sir. Them back. Uh, uh, I self-unverified because I was like, I don't want to be associated with the people. I don't want anybody to confuse me for someone who paid for their verification. Yeah. And then, uh, Incredible and, system on this website. And then someone was like, oh, they run a check. They'll like run a check on your name change. And as long as it's not, it's not impersonation, you'll, you'll probably get it back in a couple days. Which like, what the f- fuck? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Horrible well, he website. also tweeted today that uh, he's going to remove. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. Elon tweeted today that he's removing the remainder of because he did he started with the New York Times. He's doing the remainder of legacy blue check removals on 420, April 20th. Because that's the epic weed number. It's the funny number. It. Yeah. I don't believe it's it. the funny number. No, he genuinely, yeah, no, that's the plan. And it's probably not gonna happen. Like it has never happened every it other time. It was supposed to be April first. Are we we just had to forget about that? Uh yeah. it was supposed to be April first. Uh and ACAP like, Babylon B just said uh they tried 4-1, but it failed. They missed 420. Uh, if they missed the 420 lay epic Reddit bacon date, will they try for June 9th for 6-9? Ooh, oh, you know. There you, you go. Know you will. There if, you go. if it doesn't happen on 420, you know they're doing June 9th. You know. It has and to then happen. if it doesn't happen on June 9th, it'll be on September 6th because that's 6-9 in other countries. <laughs> well, that's my birthday. Yep. So, you know what I mean? You, yeah. He's going oh, to do, do it for me. He'll do it on a funny number. Yeah. <laughs> doing it for me oh elon what a guy uh so what do we think do we like uh vaccines cause divorce or train disaster homophobia i'm leaning vaccines cause divorce myself yeah the the vaccine yeah, I'm, I'm going with vaccines cause divorce it's so vaccines, unhinged yeah. it's i feel so like i could watch insane. i could watch a two-hour youtube um like a two-hour youtube analysis of that tweet to try and get to the bottom <laughs> of it 
Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot. That's an that ink blot test. Like you read that tweet, and then what you take from it says more about you than him. <laughs> That's genius, honestly. Yeah, we have to choose it. Uh, great. So that has been chosen. Next one is a Caleb special. Oh, let's and, go. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, which, it was one of my specials as well. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, having sex when your children are in the house is weird. Full stop. If you want to have sex that bad, then do it when no one's in the house. Have someone babysit your kid. Rent a hotel. They don't need to hear it because it can be incredibly traumatic. Do better. <laughs> then there was, uh, I mean, there was like a million follow-ups on this about how. Oh, wow. It, uh, this, th- that's the main tweet. Then there's like follow-ups about how it's essentially pedophilia to have sex in the same house as your children. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I read that, that it's. Saying that it's a uh, saying that it's uh, 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 a you're a sex addict if you ever have sex with your child inside the home. Yes, <laughs> correct. I had the 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 word. I read the word allosexual, and it my brain exploded. I didn't. <laughs> like I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know what it means. It it. I hurts. think it I think I know what it is, and I'm brain. really I hate it. You guys Please are gonna it. fucking hate it because I Please. think it, I think I know allosexual. what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I think it is. And if I'm right, I will seem like a genius. What I think it is, <laughs> is that um, you only have sex with people you like. <laughs> I, th- uh, I think you're... That's I th- insane. I mean, also, like, you know, I'd be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Low-key same. That. Yeah, you know damn. I, mean? uh, I guess we all are, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, just okay. means that you are... It's the opposite of asexual. So it just means that you, like, have sex or you desire to have sex. It that's, just means you get horny. Yeah, that's, yeah. This is the one I thought, that you cra- have sex crazy. with... crazy. Now I know why <laughs> cis people s- are so mad about being called cis. That's just the default. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 this is our reactionary turn right now. But it's the opposite of asexual, <laughs> so it's like... What did you say? This I'm is going to split up the pod. Yeah, this is going to be our reactionary turn. We're, we're going to be on Matt Walsh's show next. <laughs> I can hear Tucker Carlson. They're calling us allosexuals. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. More 11. What is going on? Right? <laughs> it's, it's just that, like, it's just that, like, asexual, like, the opposite of asexual is sexual. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, we don't need a it, whole new other word. The, the yeah. A is canceling something out already. No, let them have it. We, yeah. Let I mean, that's none of my, it. Fuck, that's not my fucking business. The CIA, you call yourself whatever it's you want. Out there. The CIA, like, everyone thinks Cointel Pro, like, stop, like, kind of stopped or is like you know what i mean like it's targeting like black lives matter which it is but like there's a more insidious aspect of where they're like targeting like tumblr kids yeah you know what i mean there's a, no, yeah, I, they, I legitimately they believe it yeah they are yeah and for sure i listened to some weird i think it was on a leftist podcast but sometimes i i delve into the dark arts of of other podcasts um but somebody was talking about like what what psychological operations actually is like like if you are in the army rangers psyop division what do you actually do and a lot of what they do is just like drive ice cream trucks through like war zones in order to get the kids to not be mad at them and um the uh the 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 all of the psyop guys are like yeah you know we're uh we're we're like we're not like, you know, what people say where we like influence elections or whatever. We're not the CIA, but they don't they don't they don't influence American elections. The CIA does not influence American elections. Uh, but yeah, they do some real cool stuff over there. I was wish I, I was wish I was doing that shit. And like, <laughs> so they're basically like, yeah, the CIA has got a Tumblr account and they've got a lot of socks that they are setting up to. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I've tweeted about this a couple times uh, and I'm not going to go on a big rant because I know we're, we're like halfway through and we, we still are, have a we long are. way to go. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> but a great time. I did psyops professionally for a living <laughs> in a past life as a contractor. Oh my god! Uh, I tweeted tweeted this a couple times and it blew up and people were like asking me to like share my stories. I don't really want to. So I work all basically all private sector, but my company did have a division where um, you had to essentially get a security clearance and you would work for essentially doing. Um, this kind of work uh, for defense contractors and uh, apparently even, I mean, my coworkers and stuff wouldn't even talk about it with you as a joke, but uh, 
you know, this is the things that they were doing for the government, for the army. I mean, the army is actually pretty transparent about it. I posted, this is a while back. I posted an article about how the military is training Ukraine on how to do psyops because I was getting yelled at by those, the, the NAFO fucking whatever doge dickheads. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you guys dudes. have like, I do believe for the record that that is, I mean, I have no proof. Of course I do believe that that's definitely a psyop. And, uh, we train Ukraine on how to do internet warfare, basically. And there was a whole article. They don't even deny it. They're like, this is how you do it. This is this is how we do PSYOPs. And this is how we're training our allies to do PSYOPs and blah, 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 blah. And there are contracted private companies that do some of the legwork for that. And I worked for one of them. So maybe someday we'll do um, a fun episode on some of the stuff that I've seen and done. That would be oh, yeah. amazing. Uh, the next one I know I had somewhere, but I can't seem to find it. I entitled it Enslave Dobby. Does anybody... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know which one that is. I, I can pull it up in just a second. Um, and it was mine, so I'll read it off as well. Okay, cool. Okay, here it is. So this is... So it reads as such. The Harry Potter house elves not only want to be enslaved, but it's also heavily implied in the fourth <laughs> book that really bad things happen to house elves when they're freed. In parentheses, blame J.K. Rowling's bad writing for not being clear. <laughs> Assuming this is true, enslaving them is probably more. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> it's probably morally correct. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> man, uh, I love the Harry Potter people that are like the, the holdouts that still love Harry Potter even despite everything. Yeah, you know, the, it's the just greatest incredible. <laughs> this is you know logging onto uh, Twitter to justify slavery. Yeah, is just slavery, but for like. For elves is wild. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, dog. Yeah. J.K. Rowling <laughs> did the uh, J.K. Rowling did like the same thing that Kanye did. She did the same thing that like she 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 elevated it to such a point where you either have to be so dedicated to Harry Potter that you don't care that she is transphobic, or you yourself become transphobic on purpose to be more like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I think that is what we were seeing with these people. <laughs> it's it goes back to that like brain it like roots into your brain it just ruins you there's just i i genuinely believe it needs to be studied because in in what world are people going online and just typing stuff like this for free and not a bit like it's yeah. just incredible to watch and i've got to say that for my heart i feel like that enslaving house elves on purpose <laughs> without anybody ever asking you to is a much more compelling unhinged tweet than the having sex with your kids in the house is better. Yeah, no, that's me. House of, on, house of wins yeah. by a landslide. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause especially with the, the other one, like it was an insane tweet, but it was like very clearly just like some 18 year old that like got two and like over their head and was like being her, like founded over it. The it's internet who, wasn't what it was when I was a teenager. Dick down one night. That's literally what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's, that's literally, I can see, I saw it instantly. I read yeah. that. I'm like, oh, you heard your mom get 100%. Dick down. It there's nothing yeah. else that it is. That's Listen, all it is. Yeah. You and either recover and you get a weird fetish or, you know what I'm saying? Like there's other ways around it. You don't have to do this, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And it is a yeah. good one, but yeah. I, enslaved. Dobby is just no dude. Enslaved Dobby is, is enslaved Dobby wins. advances. There are still eight tweets to go, so if you want to hear those and you want to hear the winner of the bracket, you're going to have to head on over to patreon.com slash westernkabuki. All right, we'll see you there, or we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. done so.